0: Namaste, I am Priyanka Dalal and you are listening to my travel podcast Map Road. I will be talking about my adventures across India and the world. Mostly these are solo but once in a while it may include other people, friends, family and so on. So keep listening. This podcast episode is on a question I am often asked. Don't I get scared, like I'm traveling solo, I'm alone in buses or in hotels or in some new location, so don't I get scared. So first uh, I wanted to, when I thought about doing this podcast, I um, thought I'll kind of uh, be very specific about solo travel and fear, but I feel if we want to cover the topic properly then we have to look at fear by itself, like because a lot of people ask these questions about fear on the road and trust on the road, how do you trust strangers the thing is um, I don't think we can look at it in such a piecemeal manner, see how you deal with fear in your life and trust in your life, they are very fundamental factors of life and so I think it's important to kind of have an overall outlook uh, for these um, qualities and then kind of uh, see how it Works for me when I'm solo traveling. I'm sure like everyone has a little bit different way of uh, tackling these things. So, see, the first thing about fear, the way I look at it, is that it is a protection force, you know, like um, pain. Like when you feel pain in the body, we uh, on a very superficial level, we kind of think of it as a bad thing or something we don't want. But the fact is that the pain helps you. ...to take care of yourself. It's like if you cut yourself and didn't feel pain... ...you could just keep cutting... ...not realizing that you're just messing up very badly. But the moment you get a small cut... ...you feel the pain and you'll ensure that you... ...avoid getting cut further. So the same thing with fear. You know, it's like... um, ...I'll tell you this uh, incident... ...like in 2017... ...I think it was October... ...I was in Spain... And I went on a solo hike. See, the thing is, I travel solo so often and I've been on solo cycling trips also. So I've pretty much just... I can be in the most random situation that I have no clue about and I would be alone and I just managed. And I'm quite comfortable with it now. So I was solo hiking in this small town called Zuheros in uh, Andalusia, Spain. And it so happened, like I started hiking and the map, the route of the hike told me to kind of get off the main road and go down a smaller lane go track and I couldn't, anyway in the process of it all I kind of got lost and it became very serious because I couldn't find my way back and it was already dark and it was gonna rain it was like sub-zero temperatures so it was a really really difficult situation but anyway I eventually got rescued in the nick of time because I had like 4% battery left on my phone and I managed to get some network and I called my hotel and I told them dude I'm stuck here so I called them and then they came to rescue me with a police car and everything it so obviously after that I was a bit shaken up and I contacted one of my friends who does this hiking and trekking stuff all the time though she does it in groups and um, I was telling her like dude I didn't expect this because I keep solo cycling all the time and only in hindsight I realized that when you're solo cycling typically you're on a road, So getting completely lost is fairly difficult. Like what could happen is you could be stuck on the road in the middle of nowhere. But you're still on the road. So you just kind of go up or down and you come to some kind of settlement. As opposed to here where you're off the road and you could just keep roaming on and on. Especially on foot, you could just keep walking and you may not find anything. So I was telling her that, dude, how does this work? And I was so shaken up. So she told me that these things are very common because it seems even a lot of times she got suggestions of just going on a simple hike supposedly simple but uh, they're never really simple but the thing was she always um, she was always scared of going on a solo hike that way on a unknown route so she never did go and at that point I was like oh if I would have been scared at this point then I wouldn't have gone and that might have been a good thing but over the years I've just I don't get scared and um, I just went. <laughs> so it was a little bit of a spark uh, moment for me because I just realized that fear could actually help us in a lot of situations. And yes, it has, uh, you know, if if you give it too much of power, then it can become very restrictive in your life. But fundamentally, it plays a certain role. It is a protectionary force which kind of uh, stops you from doing really stupid things. Not that the solo hike that I did was stupid. I mean, there were a lot of circumstances which kind of led into that so, if we looked at fear as a you know in this uh, context, I think it's a lot more easier to tackle it because you don't keep resisting it, you don't keep pushing it, you don't have to fight your fear. What you need to do is you need to understand that yes, it plays a role. And so when you are getting scared, just understand that there's something about that situation that's making it really uneasy. So you solve those uh, fearful factors like. Um, For example, once I got lost on that hike and when I came back, I made a whole list of things and I realized that, okay, next time I need to take care of a lot of these things. And uh, so that is how when I go, I will go on a solo hike again because I love being solo. Like uh, a small, uh, even if there's a little bit of fear, it's not going to stop me. So, but what I will do is I'll take precautions. See, because you know when some situation has threatened you then you don't put yourself again in that place but um if there are a lot of circumstances because of which you have to i mean you want to solo travel again there is a deep calling that you must do with this okay so then just take the precautions just uh, delve a little bit deeper within yourself and understand what scares you and take those precautions like for example, if you're staying alone in a hotel and you think the you know hotel people would collude to kind of um, assault you, then ensure you go to a hotel which has really good recommendations. Like take recommendations from people. Other solo travelers may have stayed. Travelers may have stayed there, so. I mean, just uh, every time, you know, there's a fearful thing, just understand what is it that scares you, what are your fears and take the relevant precautions because the fear could be, is a lot of times a very good thing as I was trying to explain, you know, like it's trying to say that this could potentially lead to some danger. Okay, so understand that and take the precautions. Uh, The thing with me, however, because people are asking me whether I get scared, the thing is I mostly don't get scared at all. And uh, a lot of it has to do with a lot of my yoga and uh, spiritual practices that I do. Uh, There's a lot of change that has happened over the years. Uh, The way my emotions happen and my internal situation is very different. And um, what happens a lot of time is in a typical situation where I should be scared, I just start chanting. I mean, it's not something I consciously do, it just happens because I've probably been part of a lot of uh, intense uh, spiritual programs and I kind of very very intense about my uh, yoga practices so it just um, takes care of most things it was on the spanish hike itself that i realized that uh, most of my fundamental fundamental fears are all gone because even on the spanish hike when i was completely lost in the forest and i came to a point where i thought i will not get out of here and this was it I kind of, i definitely wasn't scared i was just uh, maintaining my inner situation in a certain way So I think it is possible to, um, if you, you know, uh, live life in a certain way and developed a certain inner clarity and awareness through meditation and uh, also other things like, uh, you know, someone who is like mountaineering, for example, that mountaineer is always tackling fear in the initial stages. But I think they would go to a certain spot where they get to an equilibrium and most of the things like they may not really scare them because you've already been through so much maybe i don't know i don't know about mountaineers but i know about my personal case and that's because of all this yoga and also my solo traveling definitely a lot of solo traveling solo cycling all of those things have led to a situation where i pretty much i'm not scared at least not in a deeper way it's uh superficially yeah sometimes you know some um fearful responses and all happen but it's it's a, it's a very simple thing for me so i don't Really have to work on tackling fear, but if it is something that happens to you, then as I'm saying, just understanding a little, understand it a little better. Take the necessary precautions. And sometimes it's not about precautions, sometimes it's about understanding truths about life. Because I think uh, what is happening with most people is that they uh, do the same thing as everyone else is doing and they have this herd uh, comfort, you know, because you're part of a group, you feel comforted that okay, like everyone's doing the same thing and so I'm safe. But the point is, that's not really safety, right? I often tell my parents when, uh, you know, they question me and uh, they are a little worried, I tell them that, look, I stay in Mumbai. And if you see the roads of Mumbai, I mean, I could just be walking down the road and I would be hit. And so walking down the road is actually very unsafe if you really think about it. And uh, it's not just about uh, Imagining something it's about looking at the statistics. I mean look at the deaths uh, the unruly traffic of India and the statistics like road accidents as a very high uh, factor of death amongst people The car just hits the person. It happens even with young people. It has happened with a friend of mine Uh, She was just walking and uh, this motorcycle guy came and hit her so badly her head was bleeding and that guy ran off she was just lying on the road for a while and then someone finally took her to the hospital and she made it through. This is a very much a possibility. So if I have to um, summarize my stand on this, it's really simple. It's I don't solo travel because I think it's safe. I solo travel because anyway life is not safe. Especially for a woman. Apart from the road crossing and all, which are really major dangers in life, especially in India where... Uh, life is just so uncertain even for people who are from the privileged group i'm not even going into the non privileged sector which are the poorer people because those people the kind of healthcare they get the uh, it's just a whole different ball game but even for the privileged like looking at the road conditions the traffic conditions and for women uh, you hear of incidents happening within families within uh, i'm talking about assault incidents like within families within offices within anywhere i mean you know, it's just one day you get late in your office and you're coming back home late and it's something happens and it's a bad day. What most people are doing is because they're doing the same thing that everyone else is doing, they kind of feel an assurance and a safety, but it's a false sense because the assurance and safety of feeling is of being part of numbers, but you're not actually safe. And c- compared to that, I think a lot of times when we are solo traveling, we are actually a lot safer because we are so particular. You know, when you're going on a commute, you could just become uh, careless. You could just, you know, take it for granted that, of course, everything will be fine. You may not even take so many precautions. You may not inform people. Like, a lot of times, I used to run a company, and a lot of times, I would go for pitches to offices and stuff, and uh, sometimes those offices are fairly isolated. You know, they are in these industrial estates, and they are very isolated areas. Most of the other offices are closed. And I'm just going inside the office and God knows what situation is there and I don't inform someone, I don't inform my parents telling them that okay, uh, I am entering this place now. But when I'm solo traveling, I ensure that I give them all the details where I am, um, which hotel I'm staying in, you know, I'm just so much more careful. Even when I'm looking at the surroundings and all, I'm extremely aware and cautious about what kind of place I'm entering, uh, those kind of things, I check out reviews online. Uh, if I'm going uh, as opposed to that if I'm working and I'm randomly going and meeting some new guy am I really checking what his, that person's uh, history is I don't know it's just we are talking business and it's a whole different sense and all of a sudden all of these things are accepted but when I'm solo travelling I'm actually being so cautious about everything so I think uh, in a lot of cases when you're solo travelling you're probably safer especially because if you look at statistics about women being assaulted um the statistics seem to suggest that people who know you and understand your routine, they are the ones who are the uh, who end up attacking uh, you, are the woman. So as a solo traveler, a lot of people don't even know you. So the chances of an attack are uh, technically lower. And I think the whole, um, at the end of the day, if you evaluate so many things, you realize there's no guarantee to life at all. Uh, not even in terms of basic safety, but uh, just in general, like You know, things you feel might be really bring a lot of happiness to you. It might not bring happiness, it may bring sadness. As opposed to that, something that you think is sad initially might actually end up being something, a really nice thing, like a a boon in disguise or something. The whole thing, like the most important thing that we should work at is to live a really, really exciting and passionate life. Something that's really exciting and meaningful to us. Like not just solo traveling because it's a trend or because other people are doing it. I think we need to look into it and see if this is something that really, really means something to us. Then we should just go and do it and not worry about anything. Because even if something happens, like I think this a lot of times and I tell my parents also, like even if something happens, it has happened when I was doing something I really cared about, something that meant something to me and probably I might be having a really good time. In general before whatever happens happens compared to that I could be struggling and living a crap life in Mumbai just commuting uh, not fulfilled with my life not feeling so happy and then something will happen what a fool I'll feel like and you know when I'm cycling outside I'm in the middle of the countryside in any damn place and then it's usually when I enter the Indian city either it's Mumbai or it's some other Indian city and it's the traffic is so unruly And I feel so many times that I will travel all over the world and something will happen here. Like when I come back to my hometown, that's when something will happen. So it's kind of so silly. (laughs) If solo travel really means something to you, just go forward. Don't just look at it about being scared while solo traveling. Look at fear as a fundamental aspect of your life. Evaluate it and keep... Just you know work on it in a very constructive manner. And my personal feeling is that if we deeply deeply cared about our life and we were completely focused on making the most of it i think fear wouldn't happen that's my personal uh, feeling on the matter so focus on making your life really mean something to you instead of uh, focusing on the fear part thanks for listening to this podcast episode and don't forget to subscribe to my channel you can also visit my travel blog which is at www.maproot.in that is m-a-p-r-o-u-t-e dot i-n. I will list these podcasts there and you will also find many detailed articles. I look forward to hearing from you and have a super day.